Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. Today we've got a culture shaper, difference maker, author, speaker, education, consultant, and beast mode internal sales game, Pierre Evans. So good to have you, buddy. I um, mean, I appreciate you having me. The pleasure's all mine. Man, we, we talked off air already, and uh, I feel like I had a six-pack going into today, and it's reached an eight-pack just in 20 minutes, just chatting it up with you about what, what your juice is and your story. Your story is incredible. I told you earlier, I, I, I don't like to st- pretty much everywhere in my life, I try to be abnormally awesome, which means you got to be different and unique, right? And so I don't usually start everything like, tell me your story. But your story is pretty amazing. Uh, Can you kind of give us like the cliff note version of what inspired you to write your your book and then what inspired you to create internal sales game? Can you give us a little bit of that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I come from Rhode Island, Providence, that, you know, the little place on the map that most people <laughs> don't hear about. It's in between Boston and, uh, and New York. Yeah. And um, it, it was uh, January, January 6, 1995. I turned 18 years old. And six months before my birthday, they told me I couldn't play football anymore. And because I couldn't play football because I stayed back a year, I used all my years of eligibility. And I, when they said it to me, I'm like, eligibility? Like, like yeah. what is that? Like, I didn't know what it was. I thought if you're in high school, you right. can play. And right. uh, they, they told me what it was. And uh, I said, man, I don't need to be here. And I don't know why I'm here. I'm just here to right. get my mother out the projects. I feel like I got a talent on the field and I didn't see any other talent in my life. Sure. Um, so when that day came, I've been thinking about it for six months. Like, okay, on this day, I'm dropping out. Like I went and bought three outfits. I'm trying them on, standing in front of the mirror. Like I'm doing all this to pick out an outfit to to go to school and drop out. Uh, I get in my car the morning of my birthday. I didn't have a driver's license, no registration, no insurance. And I just had that, I was playing Nas and it was life. And then you die. That's why we put fly. And I can hear it right. Like right now, as I'm saying it to you and I pulled up to school and I walk in the building and the principal assistant was standing there and she said, Pierre, you're late. If you're late one more time, like, you know, you're going to have detention for the rest of the year. And I said, Miss Quinn, I never, you'll never give me detention again a day in your life. I'm here to drop out. And I wanted her to say like, why? Like, what do you mean? But she said, well, let me get the guidance counselor. She got wow. my guidance counselor. And the guidance counselor came up and had three pieces of paper and said, here, I need you to sign here, here, and here. And I signed. Like I didn't even think about nothing. And I was hoping that she would have been like, well, why? And try to talk me into it. I was, I was looking for someone to talk me off the edge. Right. And, and nobody did. And I signed huh. the paper. She said, I wish you the best. Wow. And I went and got in my car. And I started it up. And I paused. And I was like where am I going? Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a plan beyond the, the adult decision that I made without even making the adult decision to get a driver's license, insurance and registration. Right. And uh, down the line, you know, 45 days later, I'm homeless. I'm, I'm walking the streets in Rhode Island. It's winter time. I'm sleeping in hallways, uh, crackheads stepping over me. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't pleasant. Right. And, and then fast forward in life, you know, my wife introduced me to Eric Thomas videos. I, I'm watching the videos and I, I was just binge watching. And I was like, yo, I got a story. Like right. my story, like can help people. Like, and she looked at me, she said, you hyperventilate in front of like two people. Like, <laughs> I think you can do it, but you hyper, you got to get over the hyperventilation. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, over time I did, and I started working directly with Eric Thomas. It was just a miracle how it happened. Right. And uh, he said, yo, you got to write the book. He said, if you want to get into the schools, they're telling you, no, you don't have a, a high school diploma. Yeah. You know, he said, you got to write the book. So I wrote the book. I got my GD. And then from there, you know, I just, I just started climbing and, and yep. life, life just started to get better. Man, that is really cool. Uh, I, I love, I just love, I've, one, I've always been kind of a fan of the underdog or mm. I've always been extra sensitive for people who aren't treated the way they should be treated and, and people that don't get second chances. I, I'm really passionate about that stuff. And I think, I don't know, <clears throat> I've always been that way, but you and I were talking off air a little bit. I also have family. I have family that were dropouts. I mean, I have family that were, you know, I have a family member that was pregnant twice before she turned 18, high school dropout, uh, meth dealer in a gang, all that stuff eventually got thrown in prison, which was the best thing that ever happened to her. Uh, and man, she's crushing it now. And just, just, I'm so proud of her. She's just killing it. And she's a true success story. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm proud of you and I'm excited to have you here, man. It's, I'm just, I'm, I'm just grateful. I guess I'm just, I'm grateful for you. So, uh, so I've heard you talk about pain points. Mm -hmm. How can people, cause there's, there's, there's tons of, there's listeners like that, whether they were high school dropouts or a CEO or everyone has pain points, but not ever, how do, how can people best use their pain points to help, become a better version of how can they use that to their advantage how can that be a competitive advantage oh man there's so many ways uh and before i learned it i thought i had no advantages right i thought right. i was like the bottom of the barrel but uh the the pain points my motto is use the old you to create the new you and we've been through a lot of things so you know just looking at you know being a high school dropout i couldn't read you know i could barely read right i couldn't i couldn't spell like i could do math like math was my thing cuz i followed the formula followed the system mm -hmm. and it made me think if i follow the system in math and i can pass that that means there's a system to everything let me find the system yeah. and when i'm looking at the hard times in life the pains i'm going through i hear people all the time say this is the worst thing in my life like how many worst moments have you had? Like you got like every new moment is the worst moment. Not true. Right. So if I'm going through all of these pains and I'm making it out of it and, and I'm still alive and I'm still breathing, then that means if I learn how to use the pain, the, the light that I learned from the pain, if I learn how to use that in my everyday life, I now become dangerous. Yeah. I might not have the university education, the Ivy League school, but you don't have what I came from, you know, you don't think the way I think, you know, when, when times get hard, I never, I'm not thinking about quitting. I'm not thinking about giving up. I'm always looking at moving forward. Why? Cause that's how I was conditioned. I was raised that way. So if I have the mentality of being mentally strong and, and having confidence that I can still move and the self-esteem that's needed, I can go learn your books. You know what I mean? I can learn every book that you have. I can get on Google. I can get on YouTube. I can buy the books you're getting out of these schools and get your information, but you can't get the information I learned from being homeless. Yeah. You can't get the information I, I learned by, by, not, by, not, by not eating, the struggles. That's another pain. So look at your pain and find a little bit of light in the pain that you're going through, and that becomes your key to success. Because yeah. when people want to throw that towel in, when you get to that point where you're like, I've done all I can. Now what? 
when I was homeless and it was snowing in a blizzard and I'm trying to get into one hallway after another hallway, I never say, yo, I'm just going to sit down and not keep checking these hallways. I start checking car doors. Like, let me get into a car door. So every, every breaking point that I ran into, my mission was to try to figure out something else to break through that breaking point. And this is something, man, when you win every day and you don't have any failures in life and you're always succeeding, win, 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 win. When you lose, you're devastated. Yeah. I done lost so much. What's one more? Right. You know what I mean? Because right. I know when the wind comes, you know, it's going to be powering it. So my thing is always ask yourself the question of what's stopping me from moving forward Yeah, and answer that. And when you answer that, like this, the answer will come to you and you'll notice you get to keep going. That is, that's gold. That's really good. So when people are winning every day, are they really succeeding? You know what I mean? Like if you win every day, <laughs> yeah. how much better are you really getting when it's that easy for you? You never have any struggles. Like you never have to embrace any friction. How could you possibly have good perspective? And I'm just thinking out loud here, but mm -hmm. how could you have great perspective if you've never had any confrontation or struggles or dealing with adversity? I, I think, man, for me, it's, it's, it's good, right? If you can keep winning and keep winning and you don't suffer a loss, that's great, but it's not, the, it's not a true reality. Yeah. The, the loss might not come. Maybe you go 10 years of a nice run, but that one loss can cripple you. You know what I'm saying? Like you look mm -hmm. in a in a in professional uh, basketball, uh, football. Like you can go all year and be undefeated. You get that one loss and it throws you off. Like yeah. you can't get your game back. But the the champions they can play from they they can play from behind and still come back. It, it's a it's another mindset. And until you understand your mindset, like how it works, like you're gonna suffer. And it comes down to if if you if your weakness, I think if you always win 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 you have a weakness and your, and your biggest weakness is you're not going to take big risk because you don't, you're afraid to lose. And if you're afraid of loss, mm -hmm. are you really getting the success right? that you could be getting when somebody yeah. who loses, you're not afraid to make a quantum leap if it doesn't work. So what you build up again and keep pulling back like that slingshot, the more you come back, boom, when you let go, like it's power in that. Yeah. Right? So I just think, man, like the winds are cool. But a yeah. champion is the one that can get knocked down over and over and get up and keep fighting until you get that victory. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You see that a lot in sports. You see a mm -hmm. lot of people that uh, they're the ones that are the last ones to get beat. You know, the ones that go deep into the season yeah. and then they peter out quickly mm -hmm. uh, because I, I would agree with you. Like it stops. It's a lot of these guys. It stops in any arena stops becoming about being your best version of yourself and more about just hanging on to maintain. Yeah. Like you're just trying to maintain your, it's a whole different mindset. So, uh, I heard you, uh, I, I actually didn't hear you. I actually, I just read it and I wrote it down. Uh, I haven't looked at it, but I saw you posted one time, 104 days, most wasted. Yeah. So, um, you know, growing up, man, I, you know, I, I hustled. I was in the streets. I sold my first bag of weed at 10 years old. And from 10 to 29, like that was my life. Um, it became where it started off just being, you know, some extra money. Mm -hmm. Then then it switched into a hobby. Then it switched into the end thing to do. Then it switched into, you know, what, like, what else is there for me to do in my life? Nothing. So right. when I got out of that world, I didn't know what to do. Like I was lost. I'm like, I ain't really have no job. I had, you know, a couple of businesses, but I, I, I didn't have, I wasn't in the corporate world or I didn't have like that structure that was needed. So I thought, 
And yeah. I started to ask myself, what was it that made me successful in the streets? How'd I go from sleeping in a car to, you know, going, being able to get in hotel rooms to being able to, you know, have a roof over my head where I can take showers every day and I ain't got to wear the same drawers and socks for seven days in a row yeah. and take bird baths in the sink. And I said, man, I, I kept hustling every day. It was a Monday to Monday thing. And I was looking at people that just go to work and work their nine to five. And I'm like, they go mm -hmm. Monday through Friday and they're excited on Friday. They give half of themselves on Friday, waiting to punch out early. And then they oversleep on Saturday. They waste time on Sunday. And then they get back up and go give half a day on Monday and try to get back into the swing of things. And I'm like, man, I was winning in my environment because I went Monday to Monday. I didn't waste the weekends. Like I, I hustled on the weekends. And if you throw mm. all your weekends away, that's 104 days a year. Like, just wow. think about that. Yeah. I'm working to build somebody's dream Monday through Friday. On Saturday and Sunday, I'm talking about I'm tired. You was tired Monday through Friday, but you got up and you went and punched their clock. Right. So why wouldn't you get up on Saturday and Sunday and go hard for yourself, right? Go hard for your own legacy. And when I look at the 104 days, I'm like, yo, that's 3.46 months. Let's get rid of the 0.46 and just call it three months. Yeah. So really you're not even working 12 months out the year. Like you're only doing nine. That's crazy. I'm going all 12. So if I go all 12, that means I'm getting three months a year that you're throwing away in the end of four years. I got a year that you didn't execute, but I executed. So if they say that, you know, experience trumps everything, then that means I'm in your lane and I got a year more experience than you do. And not only that, but I got way more drive than you do. Oh, what? That is good. I, I've never thought of it like that. Fantastic. Dude. I, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to use what I have to get what I want. Huh? You don't need no piece of paper. You know how many people that got a degree and it's just sitting there You're right. ain't even in that field. You, you, you a hundred grand in debt. Like you struggling with that debt every month. You mad at your piece of paper. You know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> and nothing against it. Like, yo, go get it. If I would have went that route it's cool, but you know, I don't. So that's not my luxury. I, I got to rely on other things. Sure. Money, dude, money. So, uh, let's talk about the internal sales game. Oh man, that's uh that's my baby. Like let's that's, talk uh, about your juice. Yeah, that that's truly my baby. And 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 the reason I say that is because I, I hear people talk and they try to sound all sophisticated. And then I look at the people that they're talking to, and I'm like, yo, they don't even comprehend what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's going over their head, but they don't have the confidence to look at you and say, Well, what does that mean? Right. And and when you leave and you don't know what something meant, like you, you worse off than you was before you even went to where you were, because now you're more confused. And for me, like, I don't know how to overcomplicate things. So the internal sales game, I, I just ironed it out to you, either it, your lack of mental toughness, your lack of confidence and your lack of self-esteem will stop you from getting anything that you want. And the five areas you need to build on is dominating yourself. If you have the mental toughness to sit down and focus on you, like you can get what you want, like know your strengths, know your weaknesses, build your, build your friendships around your strengths and your weaknesses. If I have a strength and you have a weakness, I'm giving you first. So now there's a way that, that we can connect with value. You have to have a strength that matches my weakness. If you don't, I have to remove you from my inner circle. You can't live there. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason. So if I know that about myself, that's great. You're, when you look at, you know, your brand, like who are you as a brand? If you understand that and you have, the confidence to carry through, the mental toughness to carry through, and the self-esteem to really put your brand out there the way it needs to be, you can win. Whether you're a business owner, or whether you know it's just with your family or it's inside your career, 
And then your target, like, what are you targeting every day? What's your target of life? If you don't have a target or if you lack the mental toughness, confidence or self-esteem, you're not going to reach it. So when we look at them things, how do you take the next action if you can't get in, if you can't get your target down? And then the last one is your focus, right? Like we got to focus on all of these things. We do things over and over and we get tired of it. We get bored. It's because you lose focus of the big picture. So the internal sales game is getting you to really lock in to learn a process for every level to increase your mental toughness, confidence, and self-esteem because you'll never master them. But if you understand the process in building them for every level that you go to, like, yeah, you, you can get what you want. Like, I'm not, I tell people, man, I'm not here to show you how to build a business. I, I build people that build businesses, Ugh. right? It's, it's two yes. different things. And I had to realize I'm not a business coach. Like, if you build business the way I do, I promise you're going to crumble because I'm like, yo, does that stick? Okay, cool. It works. Does it not stick? Cool. Let's do something else. Uh, but through the process, I learned how to create the level of mental toughness to keep that process being able to work for me. So I can't show you how to build your business, but I help individuals build themselves to build the business that they want. Ah, I love it. Uh, You're in the business of building people potential. Yeah. Is the way I would. And I I would um, respectfully disagree, man. I think you, what your model is a builder of everything. Like the real, the true power good in life is relationships and you got to be good with people that all the stuff that I hear you talking about, I hear you being strong with people like your perspectives on life are good for people. You make everyone stronger. Can you imagine a CEO or a general manager or some higher up having the people skills that you have, man, everyone would want to work for that guy. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I would want to work for me. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? um, it, it's, it, it's just the, the whole thing is, man, identify your strength right and and where where you're comfortable being and where do you feel like you can be a true blessing and I know that I can be a blessing in this space but when I say it individuals that see themselves being able to benefit from it Mm -hmm. now be not now turn around and say man I would love to get that myself yeah and I'm okay with that I'm not turning you away right (laughs) but we, we just have to know, like, what do we do? Like, who are we talking to? Yep. And when, when you said relationships, as soon as you said that immediately, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a introvert. Like, I really don't like messing with people too much, right? Like, to be honest. But when I'm in my space, in my bag, like, right. I'm talking to me as I'm talking to you. You get the benefit by me talking to me. So right. I, I put, you know, four or five people around me that I build relationships wide. But then my mission is to go deep into the relationships. Mm -hmm. And when I can go deep, I look at it and I'm saying, okay, one equals five. So if I got every one person and I'm going five layers deep into their, into their relationships, because we all know, like, if you have a cookout, you're going to invite some people. But then if you have another cookout, you got a whole nother group of people. Yep. Yep. I want to get to, I want to get, if I'm in this group, how do I get to that group? Yes. And, and, and doing it in an organic way means I got to add value to you from a real place. So if I know what I do and I bring that value to you, you now turn around and say, hey, I would love to have you come over here because you see the value that I have. So now I get over there into that group and we're going deep and I'm going to do the same thing into that next group. But it has to be organic. So now all the relationships around me are built to where it's really, you know, an organic relationship where I'm giving first. I don't care if you don't give me anything. Like, I just want to bless. And at some point, if you don't make a deposit, 
then I got to have the mental toughness and the confidence to sever that relationship. Not meaning we can't talk, but just it's not the relationship where I'm adding value to your family, but you're not adding value back. So the bank now becomes drawn. We can't just keep swiping our debit card right. and it works. You know right. what I mean? At some point it says decline. So we got we to gotta be strong enough to decline relationships sometimes too. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, so what are some, what are some ways that, cause as you know, there's lots of people that don't feel great about themselves, have insecurities, don't have the mm -hmm. confidence or the self-esteem. They lack the mental toughness, but they hide it for yeah. people out there. You know, people that want to be leaders, people that mm -hmm. want to, you know, add value to the people around them. What are some common ways? So a two part question, what are some ways that common ways that people hide their weaknesses and then how do we identify those? Do you have any good ideas on that stuff? Like, how do we identify that? Oh, yeah. So, for instance, man, I like my spelling, like, bad. You know what I mean? A lot of it I realized was confidence um, in spelling. I didn't want to be wrong. When I got past that, I, I started to see where my real spelling problems were. And I would, be, I would be writing it down and trying to look for the word on the piece of paper or type it into my phone when nobody's looking, <laughs> right? And, and I would write it down. So when I'm around bad spellers, I identify that. Like, I know like, yo, like, like, yo, you need help with that. I'm calling you out. Why? Because I want you to know like, yo, people are here to help you not humiliate you. Right. So when you understand like what your weaknesses are, it's easy to identify other people's weakness. Yeah. And if you identify their weakness, don't, don't humiliate the people. Right. You, you turn around and build a relationship by you going into the strengths and weaknesses. Like that's my biggest thing when we're talking about relationships and, and building and building your own confidence. If my strength is your weakness, your weakness is my strength. When you reach out to me, I can help you every time. And it takes yeah. less energy from me. Why? Because this is what I do. And what happens is my confidence slowly starts to go up. When I identify a weak, a strength that you have, that is my weakness. You're able to bless me with your strength. And you didn't even realize it was your strength until we start to do these exercises. And now what happens is because you're operating in your strength and not your weakness, you start to build confidence automatically. So I tell everybody, sit down, write down your three strengths, write down your three weaknesses. And how can you, how can you execute inside your strength on a daily? And then how could you look at your weakness and just push it to the side? Like, yo, swallow that pride and find somebody with a strength that matches it. So now every time you talk, each one of you are adding value and you're building up your own strength and your own mental confidence. You know what I mean? Like it, right. it's, it, it's not complicated. We just got to stop trying to hide our weakness. Like it's a bad thing, right? It's only a bad thing if you're not using it for your advantage yeah. and your advantage is be, let your weakness become a blessing to somebody else so they can bless you with their strength. And that's all I do. So now it becomes effortless. If I'm struggling, I pick up the phone, call, call such and such like, Hey, this is where I'm at. And they say, Oh, do this, do this, do that. Boom. Great. No problem. I take less energy from them. Their, their, their confidence goes up because they see me win with their information. And now they turn around and go charge somebody more because I just got a big win with it. Oh, and they, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the thing people don't understand is people who get it in life. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they know that the juice others, they are the, they are the fuel to the engine. Like I, you would be the fuel to my engine or vice versa or yeah. ETs the you know, an ET understands, Eric Thomas understands that. Like people who get it understand mm -hmm. that. And they're not afraid to ask questions because they know that they're the juice to someone else. Yeah. So totally. Hey, I got to ask you, 
when your hair is popping up here, what is what's that look like? I mean, uh, it, it, it's curly, man. <laughs> I, I got I got some curly stuff when it when it's when it's going. I I told my wife I said I'm gonna let it all grow out. She said no, don't do it because it, it just it just gets curly, man. I got you know that I got some Cape Verdean in my bloodline, man. So my my, my hair curls up. <laughs> how about how about the nails? I mean, I I've I've heard you talk about. I mean, you 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 make sure those nails are looking good, dude. What what does that look like? Listen, you 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 have to the things that people it's crazy. People look at the dondest things with you, man. <laughs> and again, this is all like confidence stuff, right? Like yeah. like everything I do, man, is I, I want to make sure like my my confidence, my mental toughness, my self-esteem is through the roof. I was just on the phone before this call talking with my content creator, and uh we was talking about like you know, filming some stuff. He was like, Yeah, you know, you can get some actors to do this. And I'm like, no, like I gotta do it because. I believe in being uncomfortable until you become comfortable, right? Because you're Absolutely. uncomfortable equals growth. Yep. Now I don't care how you look at it. We're always uncomfortable when somewhere new. And for me, like my personality, I like to laugh. I like to joke, have yeah. fun when I'm with people I trust that I don't feel will test me in a way where I have to be aggressive, right? Like right. I always try to avoid that. So I might not look so friendly just so you don't even bother with me and I don't have to worry about you ever testing me and then I'm okay. But when it came to these videos, I was like, nah, I'm not comfortable showing people, you know, the funny side of me and just having a ball and enjoying life. So right. I want to do these videos. I want to do these commercials because I want to let that out. I want to challenge myself to let that out, man. So I always want to put myself in uncomfortable places and get right. to a point where I feel like I've done all I can. Now sure. what? Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. we get to that point where we've done all we can and we throw the towel and no, uh, I want to identify how do I break through that breaking point? Right. No, I feel you. I'm, I got a book coming out in a couple of weeks and then I, we're making a bunch of courses that piggyback on the back end of it. And uh, those that know me, you remind me of me. So when I, when I watch your stuff, you remind me of me because I'll be in this, what seem, I mean, I am passionate just like you. I mean, I, once I get going, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm just like full steam ahead, but then I'm kind of the king of random conversations within my own conversation so I'll, I'll watch one of your videos and you're sitting here just pumping all kinds of passionate and then boom random comment about your hair and then you'll be boom 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 oh my nails i mean <laughs> you remind me a lot of me because that that's me i and i don't know i do i it's hard i'm you know i'm just speaking out loud, thinking out loud here. It is hard for me. I'm doing those courses right now and I want to get great content out there, but I want people to under, to get me as well. It's, it's hard to get your full personality, yeah. your fun side and great content and uh, be taken seriously at the same time. I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah, I, I, I did. Um, but now, man, it's like, if you're not going to like me, I want you to not like me for me. Yeah. I, I don't want you to not like me for who I'm trying to get you to like. So at the end of the day, when I'm pointing stuff out and I, I know the video too, and someone else said that to me, they're <laughs> like, yo, you're sitting there doing the video and you're like, yo, I need a haircut. Well, I'm looking at it and this is the crazy thing. Like you ever watched the movie uh, with Eminem, Eight Mile? Mm -hmm. So you see when Eminem was battling the last dude and he used all the information that dude was going to use against him. Yes. And the dude had nothing to say. Papa Doc was stuck. And he, and he went out and, and couldn't say nothing because everything he had, M already said it. 
So for me, when people watch a video, the crazy thing, you can give them all the information you want, but they're looking for something that's wrong with you. So before I even said something about my hair, somebody said it, right? Like I know I needed a haircut. Like I probably shouldn't have did the video, but at the end of the day, I love it. You, are you here for the, for the information? Or are you here to be like, yo, dude got a little pimple right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, look right. at this. So I'm going to point it out when I seen it, like, yo, like my hair. So I went and got a haircut the next day. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, like you're going to talk about it. I'm going to call you out on it. Like, that's not the big thing. Like, who cares about that? I know right. it's messed up. Right. I don't, I don't want, I don't want like what you look like. Like I'm married. You know what I'm saying? I've been married with my wife for 24 years. I don't care what you look like. Awesome. What's the information? Yeah. It took me two, three years of being around Eric Thomas before I took a picture with him. And the only reason we took that picture is I was at his graduation when he got his PhD and me and my wife and my daughter was leaving. And I was like, yo, E, we're out. I gotta go get ready for this flight. And he was like, yo, like, I gotta pay you for a picture or something. And I'm like, like, nah, like, you know, my thing is I, I want the information. I want people to feel like, yo, I want a picture with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I want people to want the picture with me and they're not gonna do that just cause I got a picture with you. They're gonna do it because I affected their lives the way you affected their lives. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. th that, that, that's what I'm on. And to point that stuff out, that's just to like get people, man, like, listen, I don't, I don't care about that, man. Like, let's right. win. I want you to win. No. Yeah. I just like that you were, you were you. I, I guess that, that was my thing that I liked about those videos. You're giving good content, but you also got to feel who you, who you are. And you, there's actually a person behind that mic type stuff. Yeah. I think that's big. Oh. All right, dude. Hey, Laura, well, uh, you got, uh, we're wrapping things up. You got 30 to 45 seconds to talk to our listeners on how they can best out improve their previous best self. How can they out improve their previous best self? 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah. The, the best, the best thing that you can do is where identify where you are, right? This is, this is key. Like know, know your, what is right now? Like what does life look like? Get, get you a, a line, that you can establish honesty with you. Nobody else have this conversation in the mirror, talk to yourself, be brutally honest. I'm talking about to the point where it makes you wanna cry. Like you, like you just feel disgusted with yourself, right? And that's your what is, this is where you are. Mm -hmm. And that next step I want you to do is I want you to start thinking about what, what the what, what could be, right? What could be in your life? If you deal with these things, what could be after that? Because you have to start to build hope and start to understand that you're where you are because of what you created. No, nobody else, you created it. And that, that what could be is what you can create as well. And once you get a clear picture of that, like clear, don't try to do it in one sitting, take, take a day, two, if you need to, but be very clear on what could be. And once you get that, like spend the rest of your life understanding the how to. Oh, so good, buddy. Well, hey, I know you are a busy man. Uh, and I, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to, to kick it with us. We've got listeners five continents wide. And I know they're all going to be just eating up Pierre Culture Shaper Evans when we're done today. So thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. You bet. Make it a great day.